This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's a Thursday morning and it's time to chat health and wellness with a, a wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. It's Wendy Christian. Wendy, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Brad. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. I know today we're talking about something that I've been pondering about for a while. So um, I lived in a home many years ago, and every winter, I think it because there just wasn't enough air circulation in that particular little bathroom, but within a few weeks in the winter months, there would be this black that would start to spread over the ceiling, and it would freak me out, and you'd have to get up there and try and scrub this stuff clean. And I found out, initially I didn't know what it was, found that it's some kind of a black mold, which is just the sound of it is awful. Uh, and then was told by somebody that kind of effect that that particular mold can have on your general well-being for yourself and your whole family just because of what's accumulating on your ceiling of your bathroom. Now, I'm not sure if it was toxic mold, but it was enough to freak me out and, and help me to to want to be more aware of this kind of a thing. Yeah, well, I think we should be freaked out by molds because they are toxic. Yeah. <laughs> and scraping them off the ceiling, you know, it, it, it's indicating that there is a problem. Um, and we underestimate how much mold actually um, does play a role in our physical health. So there, there are several conditions that are um, associated with toxic mold exposure. So what are the kind of issues? I, I immediately assumed, and please help me if I'm wrong, uh, it's, aren't there spores that get released? And I can breathe those in. So I was thinking yes. this is going to mess up my, uh, my re- respiratory system. Yes. So the respiratory system is probably the, the, the primary target of these spores. And if you think the, the spores, they literally have like these finger-like projections, mm. and then they are microscopic. So the ones that you can see are bad enough, but then there's also microscopic mold spores that, that we're breathing in all the time. And when we we exposed to it, and even in the removal process, we really have to be careful about how we are protecting ourselves. Because to just go and scrape it off the the ceiling is not really going to be helpful because it's it's then activating it and so it's releasing those spores into the environment. So you're gonna you need to be protected when you are removing mold as well. Exactly. So so what's happening in in our bodies when we breathe in a mold spore? So in sensitive people, not everybody's gonna respond the same way, but you certainly have some individuals that are a lot more sensitive to mold. Um, it, it, it creates an inflammatory immune response. And so that can affect their health, it can affect their breathing definitely, so things like asthma and um, upper respiratory infections, sinus, anything to do with the respiratory system can be triggered. So so help us to understand some of the, the things that we could be experiencing, some of the health issues that may potentially be because of exposure to mold. So many of your dermatitis um, skin conditions, atopic skin conditions, can be um, because of mold exposure. And then you get fungal sinusitis, you get um, T and B cell abnormality, so that's an immune um, irregularity. It can cause uh, neuropathies in the central and peripheral nervous systems. Um, It can uh, contribute to sarcoidosis, which is an autoimmune condition predominantly of the lungs. Um, It can also cause chronic fatigue. It can cause um, chronic respiratory infections, you know, so people that are sick permanently and they are on antibiotics all the time because they just 
you know, go through one course of antibiotics and they're sick again, um, or they get asthma. Um, and that is the one that we've spoken about already. So you've just touched on antibiotics, but how do we deal with what's happening in our bodies due to these mold ex- uh, spore exposures? Well, we have to remove the mold. So we have to remove the source of the mold because until that is removed, we can't actually do anything. You know, we're going to continually get sick. Mm. And then if you are a sensitive person, then to work with your body to build your immune system to a point where it can then get rid of the mold because the mold then lodges in your body as well. So it also, it's, it, it becomes one of the pathogens in your body. So it joins the, the bacteria and the viruses and the fungus and the yeast and it becomes overgrown. So we want to then manage that and minimize it so that there's not as much exposure. Wow. I mean, these are serious conditions. So uh, you, we might not all be having some issue with a bathroom ceiling, but it could be where you work. I mean, there could be something lurking in your air conditioning fall, you know. I mean, where about all these molds lurking? Well, they are definitely all over the place. Um, the, your most common cause is water damage. So there can be a leak somewhere or a geezer that's burst. You might be able to mop up the area where it, where it's obviously affected um, the, the, the area. But there are mold is one of those things that sort of creeps in everywhere. It, it, it hides behind the tiles. It hides, it hides behind your cupboards. Um, so it's very often in your kitchen and your bathroom. If you have an ensuite bathroom, you could be exposed to mold as well because there's damp and not necessarily enough circulation. Mm. Um, but yeah, you want to be, be avoiding and, and really doing proper remedial treatment if there has been water damage either in your home or in your office. And then the air conditioners need to be, the filters need to be cleared um, regularly so that the mold spores don't continue to circulate through the air conditioning ducts. Yeah, I mean, you, you, if you would get very high levels of this in your system, I mean, would it lead to some toxicity in your body? Yes, it can definitely cause a, a toxicity. So, and hmm. Your molds create mycotoxins. Um, and so they can cause neurological and respiratory symptoms. They can reduce your mental capacity. Um, they definitely irritate the airways, so you can have bleeding in the airways. We've already spoken about the asthma. Yes. Um, you can have dizziness. Um, you can have a, a diminished reaction times because um, it really can affect your brain function. It can affect your um, balance, um, and it can affect your visual field. Um, it can even uh, have an impact on your grip strength, so your actual wow. physical strength, it can reduce that. Uh, how would you get rid of it? Uh, if I'm thinking now about the conversations we had in the past about bacteria that are good at living inside of your body, I mean, if you're bringing in mold bacteria, uh, you're going to take antibiotics, but then you're going to get rid of all the good stuff in your body as well. So even trying to treat it with antibiotics could be counterproductive. Yeah, and using an antibiotic for a mold infection is really not going to help um, because if you think about it, your your um, antibiotics are made from penicillin, which is a mold. Mm. So it, most of them are penicillin-based. And so that could actually potentially aggravate the mold issue. So the idea is you want to be able to get clear the mold exposure, first of all, so you, don't want, to be, you want to remove the mold damage. Um, and you do get mold um, remediators in that can come and assess the mold damage, and there, there's a very special process that they go through to eradicate all the mold. Um, and then from a physiological perspective, to be able to support your body, there are some natural remedies that work on molds and viruses and bacteria that you can be taking if you are somebody who is struggling with these molds. And to get your immune system up again so that it can fight itself 
um, and not be so triggered by the, by the mold that you're exposed or that you have been exposed to previously. You want to be able, you want to get your body to eliminate that. What about the molds that we sort of take into our bodies by choice? Anything that's been heavily fermented? I mean, wouldn't that contain certain kinds of molds as well? Absolutely. You think about your blue cheeses and you think about your fermented foods yeah. and things like sauerkraut and dried fruit. Um, nuts, um, they contain aflatoxins, so especially your peanuts. Um, so we, we can expose ourselves to those kind of foods. Um, and if you are, ex- you know, if you are experiencing any form of mold to- toxicity, then you would want to eliminate those foods for a period of time as well until your body's recovered. So we have a responsibility here, I think, apart from making sure that if there was any water damage, like you said, to make sure stuff gets cleaned and dried and, and removed and whatever. But now we also have to consider what we're eating. But some of the things you mentioned are things that are good for us. You know, we've had conversations around the importance of something like a sauerkraut uh, on, our, yeah. on our bodies and, and that. Um, so what exactly do we do? Is it just a case of keeping a good balance in what we consume? It is about the balance. So if you have had some form of exposure and you know that you're struggling with a with a toxic mold issue, then you would want to eliminate those foods for a period of time. And then once your body has recovered, you should be able to start putting them back again. So you would you would almost go on a, a mold elimination diet hmm. like you would do like a candida diet, for example. Yeah. Candida is a yeast. But um, if you have been exposed to candida, you would want to be avoiding the foods that feed that candida so that you can get rid of the the infection. It it would be the same with mold. And um, there's still plenty of other foods that you can eat. You're not eliminating huge food groups, but you will be able to um, cut out the foods that would help that mold to stay active in your system. Mm. Here's another interesting conversation with uh, Wendy Christian. She's a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. Uh, thank you, Wendy. This is another fascinating one. And uh, for you listening, saying, I need to listen to that again. That, that was a little bit, uh, that was intense. And now I'm concerned. Uh, it's not about scaring you. It's about being aware. That's how it works. So our conversations with uh, Wendy on a Thursday morning. So go and check in on the podcast on our website, kpooper.co.za. Thanks so much, Wendy. This is fascinating. Have yourself a really, really good day. Pleasure, Brad. You have a good day too. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.